Support for this broadcast of Two Rivers 30 Minutes comes in part from a grant from Striffler's Family Funeral Homes. From TubeCityOnline.com, this is Two Rivers 30 Minutes, a weekly series of interviews with people making news around the McKeesport area. Produced by Tube City Community Media Incorporated, a nonprofit corporation. I'm Jason Toger, the executive director. On this show, we talk one-on-one with elected officials, community leaders, and others who are trying to make a difference in the Monyoc area. And we also take your questions and comments on Facebook and Twitter at Tube City Online. Port Authority of Allegheny County is the Pittsburgh region's main public transit provider, of course. And this week they cut the ribbon on the McKeesport Transportation Center. And if you don't live in the Mon Valley, this may seem like no big deal. It's a park and ride facility with some extra added features as well. But if you live in that McKeesport area, it is kind of a big deal. So it turns out people in the Mon Valley are heavy users of public transit, and this new transportation center replaces a facility that opened in the 1970s. It was a combination train and bus station that had kind of fallen into disrepair. McKeesport's downtown, like many downtowns in western Pennsylvania, and certainly like many of the downtowns in the Mon Valley, has seen better days. It suffered from disinvestment since the 1980s. And what we heard from local officials at this week's ribbon cutting was that they are excited about this transportation center. They think it's going to create some synergies and some positive energy with some other new developments that are coming in that business quarter. So we went to the ribbon cutting this week, and first we want to hear from some of the local officials who were involved in creating this transit center in downtown McKeesport. And then we wanted to talk to McKeesport Mayor Michael Cherepko and State Senator Jim Brewster. What synergies do they think this transit center is going to bring to their beleaguered downtown area? What additional development are they hopeful is going to be sparked by having this new transportation center? So first, we'll hear a little bit of that ribbon cutting ceremony, and then we'll talk with Mayor Cherepko and State Senator Jim Brewster. This is Two Rivers 30 Minutes, broadcasting from the Tube City Center for Business and Innovation in downtown McKeesport. Uh, And wanted to introduce uh, Senator Jim Brewster. Well, good afternoon. Um, I want to do two things before we get started. If we would just take a moment to think about our friends in the Ukraine, I think that would be appropriate for a moment anyway. And secondly... The mayor's going to be speaking in a little bit, but I'm going to steal some of his thunder. I get to steal some of all their thunder, so I'm going to do that. When we come to these things, most of us up here really have no idea what we're going to say until we get up here, especially me. But I want to do two things today, just for a couple minutes if you'll indulge me. This is a, a project that we started, Catherine, what, four years ago? Okay. And it's part of a 30-year journey for me personally. Now normally I can remember when I was the youngest one standing here, now I'm the oldest one. And why do I say that? You don't have to move but an inch. The parking garage you see here is going to be refurbished before the year's out. Next to that is a daily news building which we got free from the Total Trib Media. Across the street is the People's Building. Is Jonathan Stark here? Jonathan is a businessman, a developer in town. They purchased the People's Building. It was just recently designated as a historical building. Across the building, the brown top is the executive building. He also owns that. These buildings right behind you, and Mayor, I'm stealing your thunder, but you can elaborate. If you come back a year from now, they're going to be gone, okay? Medical marijuana plants down at the end of the mill site. Their parent company has purchased or leased, Mayor, 
everything. Almost 200 acres for those of us that were here in the 80s when the mills shut down. This site is now is about 100% either leased or purchased. Back between the Brown Building and the river is the completion of the trail from Dorabon, a thousand yards that way, to the Riverton Bridge, which was donated by U.S. Steel. It's the trailhead for three trails, the McKeesport Loop, the Steel Valley Trail, and the Greater Allegheny Trail. Now, why do I say that? It's a segue into the point, the second point I want to make. We all have plans. That's our job. And many of you out there were part of this. This is a big piece of the puzzle for the plans that started 30 years ago. Because if all these things happen, you're going to have several thousand people back in these buildings and using mass transit to get here. Now, our kind of executives here, he'll probably elaborate a little more. There are five things you need to redevelopment, redevelop a community like McKeesport or Clare or Duquesne. You need railroads, which you see behind me. You need airports, which is up on the hill. You need major roadways, Montfait Expressway, someday soon, come down from Javosburg, along River Road, cross the Mon into Totograk Valley, out to Monroeville, intersect with the Turnpike and the Parkway to the airport. These things don't happen, no matter whose idea it is, unless people like us work together. And I have to give a shout out right now to our county executive first. Now, I've been through three county executives. In fact, when I got involved locally as councilman, I had Cranmire, Don, and DeWita. Then we had Jim Roddy, and we met in town here about this site. And then we had Danny Honorado, and now we have County Executive Fitzgerald. And I have to tell you, I'm embarrassed. None of these things happen without his leadership, and he's got 130 communities to deal with and multiple boards and authorities. So we can thank him when we're done here, but I just, I want to make sure we understand that. Oh, and by the way, five minutes that way is the Amazon building almost built in North for Sales, thanks to his work. So let's give him a round of applause, please. <laughs> Secondly, and I'm going to get to you, Austin, so don't go too far away. The Mayor McKeesport. Now, it seems like yesterday that he was playing baseball with my middle daughter in Little League. What he's done in the past decade, and he's very humble about it, he shouldn't be, his staff, his council has been just sort of magnificent. All these things I pointed to, he's now the gatekeeper for those projects. And which gets me to the fellow behind me. When I was mayor, I was in my office and Austin walked in, I think he was a senior or a junior, with two other classmates. Out of nowhere. I don't know them. And from that, he became the deputy mayor. Now, could I have predicted that today I'd be standing with Austin and Mike after all these years on significant events like this, which will bring people, not just to McKeesport, but to Portview, Liberty, Glassport, Javosburg, North Dallas, Clarendon, Duquesne, through this city, and this mass transit, this Port Authority event here today is significant to making all this come together. I like to tell you I was that good of a planner, okay? Sometimes you're just lucky. Now the last person, and there are others here too, Maureen McGuinn and others that have been a big help. Catherine Kellerman, I know she won't remember this, and I won't get into the whole board issue, but 
we needed a CEO. And at the Direction of County Executive Fitzgerald, we did a national search, right? A national search. And now we have this lovely lady here, Catherine Kellerman. These are the things that happen. And I'm just going to close by telling you this. No matter whose idea it is, we can't. I may have an idea, Austin may rich the mayor. Those ideas don't get done alone. They have to get done with a team. And I'm proud to be on the Port Authority Board with Austin. You can't predict how these things are going to come together. And I only can hope that 20 years from now, I'm sitting here in a rocking chair, seeing the conclusion of your projects or the completion of some that Rich started or I started, that this isn't just a piece of concrete where buses come through. This is an integral part of the development of any community. So I want to thank you all for coming. My good friend, Austin Davis, State Rep. Thank you. Thank you, Senator. Um, Well, it's truly a great day here in the city of McKeesport, uh, and it's truly a special day for me because I have very fond memories uh, of this transportation center when I was a kid. Uh, my mom would drop my dad off every morning before she took us to school. He'd get on the bus uh, and go to work in Pittsburgh. And so it really is uh, an institution, a, 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 a uh, facility that is embedded in the fabric of the city of McKeesport. And so many people have so many fond memories here. Uh, you know, Senator Brewster alluded to this. Things like this don't happen uh, without people working together in partnerships. And so I, I really want to thank Senator Brewster, County Executive Fitzgerald, uh, County Councilman Bob Macy, and Mayor Sharepko, as well as my colleagues on the Port Authority Board uh, for helping to make this a reality. What we've seen in this region, the communities that often have redeveloped the quickest, uh, mass transit and transportation is a key part in that redevelopment. Uh, And many folks for many years have have written the Mon Valley off and said our brightest days uh, are behind us. Well, I stand here to tell you that our brightest days are still ahead of us. Uh, We still are on the upswing, and I look forward to all the projects that are going to happen as we begin to to redevelop downtown and change uh, the heart of our community uh, because this is ultimately one of uh, America's best cities. It's a place that's rich in history, uh, and I believe our brightest days are still ahead of us, and I- I'm proud to be a part uh, of this history and proud to be a, heart- a part of the redevelopment of the city of McKeesport. Uh, and with that, I'm proud to introduce uh, my friend and our county executive, Rich Fitzgerald. Thank you, Austin. Thank you, Representative Davis, Senator Brewster. Um, and thank you not only for your service, in the state legislature and the state senate, but also on the board. Um, the, the work that this board has is, is done, um, Stephanie and Ann and the, and the team and Jeff and the whole team, you know, really do come together and make things happen. You know, Senator Brewster alluded to it, you know, development happens when you have connectivity, connectivity physically, so people can get places, people can get here and get from here to other places where the jobs are. And this center right now, uh, which uh, absolutely beautiful. Love to, love to see what, what has happened. Uh, we'll, we'll connect people um, who want to come from other places on the 61 and the P7 out to here. And the people that park here and get to work in Shadyside and in Oakland and in East Liberty and downtown and where the other job centers are, it connects people. It allows people to say, yeah, if I buy a house here and I live here, I can get to work. And I'm going to have an easy way to do it by coming to this transit center. So uh, this does happen by, again, people working together.
people coming together to make sure that, that, that we come up with these projects and come up with these ideas and cut ribbons on great projects that improve people's lives. That was Allegheny County Executive Rich Fitzgerald recorded just a few days ago. You're listening to remarks made by local officials this week at a ribbon cutting for the new McKeesport Transportation Center. You can find out more about it by going to Port Authority's website, portauthority.org. When we come back, we're going to hear from Port Authority CEO Catherine Kellerman, and we're also going to talk with Mayor Michael Cherepko, the mayor of McKeesport, and State Senator Jim Brewster about what their hopes are for this facility. What synergies do they see from having this new transportation center in their downtown area. Broadcasting from the Tube City Center for Business and Innovation in downtown McKeesport, this is Two Rivers 30 Minutes. We'll be back in 30 seconds. Support for this broadcast comes from Striffler's Family Funeral Homes. Since 1866, Striffler's has provided compassionate professional memorial services for families in White Oak, McKeesport, Dravosburg, Portview, and the surrounding areas. Striffler's offers comprehensive pre-planning services and aftercare. And through its affiliated company, Design Monuments, Striffler's also provides permanent markers and memorials crafted in stone, bronze, and other high-quality materials. Learn more at Striffler's.com or call 4 one two six seven eight six one nine one. A few days ago, Port Authority of Allegheny County cut the ribbon on a nearly four million dollar new McKeesport Transportation Center that local officials are hoping is going to help them spark some life in their downtown area. We're going to talk to two local officials, McKeesport Mayor Mike Cherepko and State Senator Jim Brewster, in just a few minutes. But we wanted to bring you just a few more minutes of that ribbon-cutting ceremony. This was recorded just a few days ago. I should mention, by the way, that these remarks have been edited for broadcast in order to fit into this time slot. It is my honor and my privilege to introduce Mayor Shrepko. Well, there's really not much more to say, that's for sure. Uh, on behalf of the city of McKeesport, it is truly an honor and a privilege to be here today. I think you heard some of the wonderful things that are going on uh, from the demolition of buildings across the street. We have so many commercial buildings in downtown that we're getting uh, shovel ready for development. Um, the parking garage, which was mentioned, um, will be open by the end of the year. Our hopes are to go out for bid within the next month or two. And, and that actually ties into this because we're hoping, uh, you know, this is an incredible asset, uh, not just to the city, but for other people that may have to travel into town. And, and we're hoping to have overflow parking opportunities in that parking garage, which might be 100 yards away. Um, in order for people to, to park and, and go into town or whatever the case may be. Uh, but with all this development, I know you, you've heard this now five or six times, but it just so happens that uh, in 2012, when we came into office, we adopted the slogan of working together for a better McKeesport. Uh, we never considered it a slogan, uh, but more like an invitation. And, and to really, uh, when you talk about what that means and accepting that invitation, I can tell you that these individuals that have spoken today and and Catherine who's going to speak uh, to wrap things up today, they truly exemplify just what that means. Um, The development you see, all the things going on, it does not happen without working together. And we have that collaborative effort from all levels of government and with the Port Authority and the board for your investment here, uh, we we can't thank you enough because we know what it means to the community and, and, and to the future of community as well. Um, but with no further ado, uh, once again, I just want to thank each and every one of you for being here. Uh, it is a very exciting day. Thank you to each of you uh, for the role that you've played to make this happen. 
Um, and it, no further ado, I'm going to turn it over um, to Catherine Kellerman, the CEO. Well, it is, it is great to see it to, to turn out. Uh, and then I have, there are so many members of our Port Authority family. If I introduced them, we would be in rush hour. But thank you to everyone who is out here. And it is, it is nice to see our former chief engineer who started this project join us today. Thank you, Keith. Um, Port Authority and McKeesport Transportation Center have been a staple here for decades. The people of McKeesport and the entire Mon Valley rely on our safe, uh, reliable, and affordable service, and we're happy to do such a wonderful upgrade to the Transportation Center. Uh, if you had not seen what was here before, you had a, um, a canopy about 15 feet above your head, so there was no protection from the elements. It was farther away. We didn't have the ticket vending machine where folks were able to get and reload their passes. So huge investment here. And this goes along with the other investment we've seen in McKeesport, the Tube City Center for Business uh, and Innovation, the Steel Valley Trail, in-state Greater Allegheny to a new medical marijuana facility. There's so much going on, and we're just honored to be a part of all the development going on here uh, in McKeesport. You know, Port Authority in general and our station here specifically represent access to jobs and to incomes. Staying where you have been, where you have built your home and your nest, but now being able to connect to new jobs, new educational opportunities, and bringing new residents into McKeesport. We are delighted to be part of that. Uh, what used to be a dilapidated building from a bygone era is gone. And look at this. This is gorgeous. This is great. We have two ticket vending machines, uh, our, our, our benches, which tell you where you are, a new operator relief facility, and why is that good? That means the operators are going to be here happier with lower blood pressure. They get their chance to get off the bus. Uh, so this is all part of our customer experience. Um, this is so much more than just an area where the operators lay over. It's an investment. It's a, a community asset we can all be proud of. Uh, our mission is to connect people to life. We've done that for decades. We're going to keep up with that. And, uh, and I think now it's time to cut some ribbons. So let's get going. Recorded on March 17th, 2022, this is Two Rivers 30 Minutes. We are at the ribbon cutting for the new McKeesport Transportation Center. Now let's hear from McKeesport Mayor Michael Jurepko. The activity in downtown, it's, it's incredible right now. I mean, if you'd asked me a few years ago uh, what the downtown would be like, I would have never thought we'd have been at this point. But we're very excited to, to eliminate the entire block of blight between Fifth Avenue and Lyle across the street, the parking garage to the right uh, behind us. Uh, as was mentioned earlier, um, the purchase of, of pretty much everything that's left in RIDC uh, from Truly for the uh, uh, medical marijuana uh, manufacturer. Um, to cross the street, the executive building, the people's building. Um, you know, we're opening up the parking garage. I think, that, you know, a lot of people with that alone would say we need a parking garage for it. We actually do need one, and, and it's a good problem to have. For years, we've been knocking on doors trying to recruit people, and, and, and now we're at a time where people are reaching out to us. So I think it's very exciting. People see the opportunities. They see a, a lot of traffic that comes through this particular area, and, and I think they, they, they also believe in the future of McKeesport that our better day, days lie ahead, and they're trying to get in early. What kinds of businesses would you be hoping to attract to this strip? You looking for retail? You looking for com commercial office space? What on this strip would be? We, we'd look for more retail. We would hope if we can get retail, fast food, things like that. I mean, that would that would be fantastic on the strip here. You've talked about a shortage of space almost. That there are businesses that are coming in and they want to accumulate multiple acres, and you've had a hard time right now up until now 
accommodating. Yes, that, that, that's that's one of the biggest challenges we have is we have people, like we said, people reaching out to us that want to come into town now, two acres, three acres. We just don't own that amount of property. So we are trying to land bake some property down on Walnut Street from 9th Street to 13th. Um, but like to do this right here on this uh, uh, front right here uh, on Lyle Boulevard, because there's really limited uh, available property on on, uh, on Lyle Boulevard. So Has the COVID pandemic, has that affected any of this? Like, you know, trying to get an office building rented, for instance? I think it definitely slowed it down. Okay. Uh, I think we were really, before the pandemic hit, we were really starting to jog. I always say you got to crawl before you walk, walk before you run. And we were really starting to jog. Uh, and then it, we kind of stepped back a few steps. But now I think we're starting to jog again. So we're excited. We are at the dedication of the new McKeesport Transportation Center. And we just heard from McKeesport Mayor Michael Trepko about what this new facility well, yes, means for his town. Before, now here's State uh, Senator Jim Brewster. Place, uh, the uh, bus company is called Penn Transit uh, when I was a kid growing up. So we've come a long way. As, as the mayor continues his blight removal strategy, um, you're going to see people get interested in that property because it'll be shovel-ready. To think today that our mill site behind us is completely remediated and almost 100% occupied is something that 10 years ago nobody thought would happen. It just takes time. That's the problem. And a lot of the work behind the scenes, the planning and, and, and the grant research and getting everyone on the same page on a single project is really the hard work. Uh, because it takes everybody. I mean, federal funding, state funding, county funding, and obviously city. But as we do the, re- the blight removal, uh, I tore down about 300 buildings when I was mayor. The mayor surpassed that. We're trying to refurbish some, like the Penn McKees, so we're not just kind of tearing things down. Uh, and as I said, the mayor men- didn't mention that river materials at the end, the old first Sterling, uh, he was instrumental, he and I, with working with Don Smith to bring them in. I mean, we, we have had countless numbers of people visit this site because the ramps were built. And it was criticized when we built the ramps in Duquesne and McKeesport because people said, why? Well, no one wanted to wait for trains when they stopped for 20 minutes. It's one of the reasons Huckenstein's was one of the business I brought in, had to leave because they were in the service industry. So there's an awful lot of those little things that happen. And for Jonathan Stark to come in and want to take over two major buildings, he's already has, has tenants in, Jason, as you know. Um, and you're going to see more of that. Uh, the, the Daily News building, uh, I want to give Jennifer Portetto a lot of credit, uh, the CEO. From of the Tribune Review. Tribune yeah. Review. Uh, she was kind enough to turn that building over to us uh, and helped us furnish it. The district attorney has an office in there, so we're getting rental income uh, as opposed to demolishing the building. And the trail will be completed. I have another $1.4 million of multi, multimodal money that I, I put in for the city that will complete the trail. So instead of matriculating through the, not matriculating, but trying to circulate through here, um, they will be able to go around our marina, around Dorbon, along the river and across the Riverton Bridge. And it's a trailhead for three trails. We have literally thousands of people in a, in a given year uh, that come through here. And uh, that never happened. And that was a vision of former Mayor Bender, very frankly, when I was on council. Uh, he said, hey, if we build a marina and these trails come in, people will come. And he was he was right. Now he's passed away. But, you know, some of this stuff is, as I said, somebody's vision that we help complete, some of my vision will be for Mayor Shrepko. He's done a magnificent job. He doesn't talk enough about what he's done. But people pay attention. They're seeing things happen. That's where the money comes in. If you can't get the money, you can't do anything. What sparks the interest in this? Because we've seen the redevelopment in the city of Pittsburgh of neighborhoods like East Liberty and Homewood. That's kind of pushed out to Homestead, West Homestead. Now we're seeing some interest in the Cary Furnace site, Rankin and, and Braddock. Is it just finally pushing out this way? Is it just... 
circles? No, I think it's really, you got to, I'm a little bit of a historian. Uh-huh. McKeesport was developed many years ago for what reason? Transportation, the rivers. Mm-hmm. We have our own point. I mean, when I was uh, 10 years old, we had 40, 45,000 people here. This was the place to go. Movie theaters, drive-in theaters, restaurants, whatever you could hear. McKeesport's still one of the com- few communities, other than Pittsburgh, has their own redevelopment authority, their housing authority, uh, municipal authority, uh, community development. They can stand independent, okay, but they still work with the county. But I really think what's happened is, with all these sites being remediated, people have money, but they're not going to invest it if the communities aren't ready. And when they come in and say, listen, this thing was good enough for a mill 100 years ago. That river is still there. This is now here. Transportation, getting people here. I think it's the idea that if, if, we, if you think about it in your mind's eye and you had the money to invest in anything, a restaurant or whatever, you want to go somewhere, one, where you know you're going to make money, two, wherever the, the community is prepared and organized and working together. I think those things, along with the infrastructure, are the selling place. North for sales, Glassport, Portview, Lincoln, West Mifflin, Duquesne, they all kind of funnel down here. Amazon, if you go up yeah. the... Eastland Mall, which is five minutes from here, those folks, some of them will come here and meet, carpool up, you never bike their way up on a trail. There's a lot of neat things going on. And uh, I can still reflect back on when, when I was president of council, Joe Bender was the mayor, and, and we talked about this, and he said, Jim, we need to put a marina down here, and, and this trail is going to work. We didn't have any trail, yeah. and we didn't have a marina. Yeah. And, and, uh, you didn't have any access to the water, really. There's a little bit on the river. Exactly. Riverfront. And I said, Joe, I, I don't know. I said, is this going to work? And at the time, he was a consultant. He knew how to get grant money. He got the money. That marina has been full to capacity, 200 boat slips, yeah. a lot of them non, non-McKeesporters. And part of the, the garage, as I mentioned to the mayor, with that parking garage, we can store boats in there. You make money. It's paid for. It's not going to cost the citizens a nickel. Okay, this is all grant money. The alternative is to tear it down. What does that buy us? So it takes time, the vision, the vision to, have, to have on where you want to end up. Okay, that's why this was so important. Uh, that, that we now, if people want to carpool, they can park here, carpool into Pittsburgh. Uh, they can ride their bike here, park the bike, and yeah, I see work the over here. I mean, are you concerned at all with? I mean, you're on the Port Authority board, and this might be a question better for for Ms. Kellerman. But are you concerned at all that ridership is not going to come back with the pandemic end? I don't. I don't. I don't, I don't think that's. I don't think that'll happen. No. Yeah. Look, the pandemic was something that we've never seen before. So there was no blueprint on how to handle it. Uh, but people want the convenience. I go to board meetings every month. I've been on there almost nine years now. And uh, I can tell you that people, even senior citizens, that, I mean, keep in mind, one of the largest senior citizen buildings right there in McKeesport, 180 people live there. They don't have cars. A few might. They rely on this. And, and folks would come to the meetings and say, look, I'm 85 years old. I can't get to, I can't get to church without a bus. I can't go shopping without a bus. They don't have any family. And these are the things that a lot of folks don't know about. How important has the heritage buses that are run by heritage community initiatives that come They're in important here? important because yeah. they, they complement what, yeah. what we can't do with the bigger buses. They complement that process. And they get out into some of these smaller neighborhoods. Exactly, yeah. exactly. And, I mean, even when we – I can remember whenever uh, Forbes Regional, when I first came on the board, they, were, they had people walking to the hospital from Turtle Creek. And, and, and we went out and, and fixed that problem. Uh, we, we, at one time, tried to get the buses to go across yeah, yeah. and down there, and it was a million dollars just to create a new route. 
but we could adjust routes. And now we adjusted a route that goes up to Penn State, okay, and, and stages up there. Penn State, Greater Allegheny, yeah. Well, Penn State, yeah. McKeesburg, depending on who you're talking to. So, you know what I'm saying? Yep. These little adjustments are what people ask us to do. It wasn't something that we thought, we didn't know it was necessary until they said something. So it's those kind of adjustments. And what Catherine's done a great job in is trying to, try to reach out to people and help understand what they need and match that up with the development, okay? And Rich didn't say much about the BRT in Pittsburgh, you know, what they're trying to do in Oakland. Okay, that's a big project. And at the end of the day, you'll have less cars going into Pittsburgh, more people using bikes. And that's State Senator Jim Brewster. We also heard there from Bikisport Mayor Michael Cherepko and other local officials who helped cut the ribbon on March 17, 2022 on the new McKeesport Transportation Center, talking about what that facility means to their communities and to the Mon Valley area. I want to thank them for speaking to us. I want to thank you, too, for listening this week to Two Rivers 30 Minutes, broadcasting from the Tube City Center for Business and Innovation in downtown McKeesport. So long for now. You've been listening to Two Rivers 30 Minutes, copyright Tube City Community Media Incorporated. Opinions expressed on this program are not those of Tube City Community Media Incorporated. Listener support makes this program possible. If you'd like to make a tax-deductible contribution, please visit our website at tubecityonline.com and click on the donate link. You can also get a free subscription to this program and other podcasts at our website using Apple's iTunes or Stitcher.com. If you've got a question or comment, we hope you'll write to us. Our address is Tube City Community Media Incorporated, P.O. Box 94, McKeesport, PA, 15134. You can email us at TubeCityTiger at gmail.com or call us at area code 412-614-9659. And you can find us on Facebook and Twitter at TubeCityOnline. Online.